Alright, uh, welcome back to another episode of Take Foul. We're at the beginning of March here, um, sort of... National Women's Day. International Women's Day. Shout out to all the women out there. Shout out to all our women listeners. Um, shout out to the, the <laughs> Yukon Huskies. Yukon Huskies. That was the... Was that the team with Paige? Yeah, she was on. It was was last year, so Paige is still on the team. Yeah, she just tore ACL. Paige, oh, she's not in the WNBA yet. No, she keeps going. No, she's got. Are there no like one and duns in women's college? No, no. Oh, really? Huh. Interesting. Unreal girl from. There's two unbelievable players right now. If we can touch on them real quick, just to respect women's ball. Uh, Caitlin Clark out of Iowa. I think I talked about her a little bit before. And Aaliyah Boston, who Ike and I saw live uh, at the in the national championship game. Uh, South Carolina? Clark, my, yeah, South Carolina. Okay. Caitlin Clark, though, out of Iowa, my play for player of the year. But Aaliyah Boston is an absolute – like, there's no answer for her. You know, she can just do it all. She defends well. She's, she's strong. She can handle the ball. She can score at every level, you know. But Caitlin Clark, she's just a killer. Ike, Aaliyah Boston thoughts? Caitlin Clark bombs it. You gotta respect that. Boston's she tough. Fly. She Caitlin Clark's like the Jimmer Fredette. Yeah, she lets it fly. Women's ball. She's fun, you know. Boston yeah. sent me to the shadow realm. She killed us. She killed us in that yeah. game. It's Our a tough season. one. It's a tough one. Well, those uh those kids in Haiti will be celebrating. Anyway, um, so uh, I was in uh, Salt Lake City this past weekend, um, super unrelated, but I was on the way there to the airport and I get this Washington Post notification. Um, regarding this exclusive that they got uh which is you know there's previous reporting about this altercation between john moran and the teenager um but this was from police reports somehow they got their hands on the police reports at the washington post over there and gave some more detail to the altercation uh where john morant um essentially beat up a a 17 year old kid uh you know he threatened him with his gun and then yes and then threatened him as he left i think there was also yeah it's all alleged you know it's all it's kind of like a he said he said kind of situation um because john Morant also filed a police report about this altercation i believe (laughs) and is claiming self-defense um, yeah, he and threw then, the basketball at his head. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Hey, he's standing his ground. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, a little ridiculous. Yeah. And then also there was like the thing where I think the jaw claims that the kid was like, I'm going to come back and shoot you up or, or something along those lines. Um, and then it's like when you obviously use one of your own lines. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, no, yeah, he said that. Yeah. So there's that instance. Uh, there's another instance that is reported on um, where Jaw's mother is at a finish line store yeah. and has some sort of altercation, confrontation with a employee there. Uh, so she calls Jaw. Um, Jaw rolls up uh, nine deep to uh go confront this finish line employee and get stopped by mall security um and essentially more threats of violence are made there either by jar or the people he's around um and i I, and then there was the the athletic the pacers Mm -hmm. there's a bus right red laser yeah. yeah, so the Pacers are getting on the team bus after a game. There was one of Jaws' friends uh, essentially got kicked out of the arena for getting into an argument with, like, Andrew Nemhard or something on the Pacers. Um, and then, basically, they roll by uh, in Jaws' car and point little red 
laser beams at the the Pacers players and their security, um, which some thought were guns. Uh, I, you know, it seems like the NBA had a lengthy investigation about this incident in particular, and you know, concluded that there's nothing wrong. So, changes that it was probably not a gun, but still like strange well, behavior. Did they conclude <laughs> that nothing was wrong, or that they couldn't prove anything? Cause, like, Probably the latter, what, but... Because, like, what are we doing with red laser pointers? That's my biggest... Or, and before we get into, like, the, the most recent uh, incident, like, that's my biggest problem with it. It's, like, more likely than not, I probably think there was probably guns involved in that situation. Like, they're not just pulling out random... Like, they're just carrying random laser pointers. Like, also, I like, don't it's kind of a random... Really. Like, and that's a MP. random lie. Yeah, and the, the NBA is investigating. Like, what does their investigation look like? Oh, John, did your friends have guns? No, they're laser pointers. All right. Like, what? Like, what else are they doing in the investigation? I mean, there's security cameras everywhere in like player entrances, and you release know. the tapes. Then release the tapes if they're if they're like that. That's my like. Why not release? The tapes? I think they did. I think they did release the tapes of the the, the car you? driving by the the bus. I think I think I do remember seeing something like that. But it's it, mm-hmm. you can't see like the laser pointers or yeah. anything. But you know we just don't know. I think um, mm-hmm. it's alleged. But yeah, what what was your guys' reaction to to hearing all this stuff? What, what was your first? Oh, but, wait, but what about what about you you're, yeah, you're leaving out the biggest? One. Yeah. Oh, he was in. Dead Excuse me. Yeah, no, you're, yeah, you're super. Yeah, you're leaving right. out the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this was the article, right? And then, so after the article, uh, there's like a a weird thing where he's doing finger guns on the bench, and then later that night. Uh, or maybe another night. I don't know. Either way, this weekend, like it was the a night few after days, the loss. Yeah, yeah. A few days after the article drops, it's just very much in the public discourse uh, within the NBA right now. Um, John Morant poses with a handgun next to his face uh, at a strip club on his Instagram Live story. Um, yeah. And then the Memphis Grizzlies essentially announced that he's taking some time off. Um, and I think it was just reported today that he's still going to take like, I think like four more yeah, games. He's off. out at least, at least four more. Yeah. The day after they have a player meeting run by Steven Adams saying, right. Hey guys, we gotta, we gotta focus in on the road. He's going to a strip club, waving a gun around. At this mm-hmm. I think like, obviously I think there's a lot of layers to this, but I think at its most raw level, he's just a fucking idiot. Like, what is he doing? Like, who? Like, and then I was like, it seems like he's trying to prove himself that he's all that he's this tough, like guy, whatever. Who are you trying to prove this to? Like, what are you doing? This is just Gilbert Arenas, like, re, like history that's trying to repeat its no. This he's on a slippery slope. Gilbert Arenas didn't need to prove shit. He's on a slippery slope. Bringing a gun into the locker room. Gilbert and Renas and Crittenton had real beef. Like, that was it really about. Javarius Crittenton, is that? Yeah, that was him. (laughs) Two legends. I mean, it's like, it just feels so fake. You know, it just feels so, like, kind of like he's trying to be someone that he wants the public to see him as, and that's not who he is. We've all seen, like, the memes and stuff, or, like, he's getting getting murdered online with the, uh, 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 eight mile halfway crooks uh, freestyle the Eminem freestyle in eight mile at the last one about uh, like because he it's true like, yeah. he was he's a oh oh like Clarence's parents yeah 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 <laughs> a really nice like, marriage yeah I mean he went to private school like, it's, yeah it's he he grew up in a loving two family household <laughs> a private school like it's like you don't have to pretend to be this tough guy like I just yeah I think. You know, um, even before this whole arc, there's always this sort of sense with him of like, oh, they're preying on my downfall. Like, yes. you know, they're they like they everyone's out to get me. And, you know, in reality, last especially last year, it was like, oh, wow, the Grizzlies are this really fun young team that's like 
exceeding expectations and are sort of like the darlings of the league. And he essentially like is constantly like tweeting like, "Yo, like like keep keep you know keep doubting us, like keep like fucking you know whatever." And yeah. it's it's like this weird narrative where he has to like continually prove himself uh, to, yeah. to like you said like like who you know like like yeah. it's like Taylor Jenkins supposed to be in like that pregame meeting every day. Like they all fucking hate you guys. They don't believe in you guys. And like, cause it's you can see it through like all of the Grizzly, all of the Grizzlies players, right? But now Jaws like obviously taking that step forward to like bringing it into like more like the real world. But yeah. I feel like this, this was not an issue for him, like previously. Like he wasn't doing shit like this. Like or at least there's no like yeah. documented history of him doing this shit. You know? Like yeah, it's, it's kind of like. It's so strange because everyone's like praying you get through this, Jaw, like. You're about like it's like why the fuck should I feel bad for Ja? Like wh- who I hated you before this. Like <laughs> I don't hope I hope he doesn't go to jail or anything. Like you've made several like tens of millions of dollars. If you blow like a three hundred million dollar contract, go fuck yourself. Nothing happened to you. Yeah, like you nothing. This is all you posting and- like. I don't, He's arguably the like the biggest one, like probably top three like most popular NBA players in the league right now. Specific, especially with younger kids because of like the stuff he does. He's like a highlight machine, right? So he's trying to like make this shit cool, and then that's like obviously that whole role model thing. Like it's kind of it's it's whack and played out, but like at some level, like he's not this isn't him, and he's trying to make this like new persona of himself, and like that's what kids are going to be seeing. And that's super fucking corny. That is so fucking corny that he's trying to do this and trying to like come off as this like super tough, super like hard guy when he could just go out and just be a good basketball player. That's what people liked. It. I yeah, I think he, you're right. Like the role model thing is super played out, but in terms of his brand, right? Like there's, I, I you know I was listening to something where they're talking about like the the younger generation, like. Obviously, Kate or Steph and LeBron, you know, are getting old. They're on their way out, you know. And we're, if we're talking about like American basketball players that are like gonna reach that superstar level, we're really talking about like Jaw, Jason Tatum, and like you know if Zion ever gets healthy, you know. Luca. No, no, Luca's not American. But you're saying like. He, oh, he's saying American? like the for the yeah, guy who's gonna be like the like Aunt, like the yeah. Kobe, you know. Like, yeah, like Edwards well, in, is in that conversation. Hope, hope not. I mean, we're talking <laughs> really like stop, really. Stop. Yeah, let's we'll get, get into the that best later. model. We'll get into that. John Morant, be more like Kobe focus Bryant. A little, can we focus Please. on this for a second? <laughs> you just brought him up. Hold on. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, that's what Sam was saying. No, that's what. He was a good ambassador of the league. What people say when they shoot into okay. they shoot paper into the garbage, right? Kobe, right? And now kids were saying like individual. like steps, right? Kids aren't shooting fucking garbage cans. They're, they're trying to like put, put it underneath their legs and slam it down now. That's what they're doing. And I'm telling you that firsthand account. That's what they do. What they need to take more jump shots. <laughs> yeah, because we're not talking. About oh God, it. we're going to the mid range. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. but, uh, but that's not the point. I think he's saying like he's the next. He's kind of next up in that kind of. Yeah, and you know, of, yeah. whether he likes he's it or not, there's like some. Likeable as Steph or LeBron, but. I mean, it's because like, yeah, it's all sort of tied. I in, think it's all. It's mind. like he's so disingenuous. Like, <clears throat> LeBron's like a corny kind of goofy dude. Like, but you can kind of see it's like. That's who it's he real. is. Yeah, he's a, except he's LeBron kind of went through a little bit of this too, not like the gun stuff, but of being like trying to act hard, like when he was on Miami against Dallas. LeBron's just a chameleon, you know. He just like is. Yeah, LeBron's just like yeah, an but at this point it kind of seems like, like he's just like a blob, yeah. <laughs> a goofy like little dad, like kind of Twitter. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what he is. But... Steph is just like a nice guy. He doesn't like try to pretend like he's like some competitive animal like off the court like a lot i feel like kobe did that to a lot of guys where they felt like they had to be 
kind of like yeah. the hardest people off the court like i don't know it's just like you have to have like this all yeah. or nothing thing it's and like so many of these guys in the nba do come from like covered backgrounds right they come from like areas that, that were rough mm-hmm. and jaws just frankly not one of those right yeah and if i'm another guy in the nba <laughs> i'm seeing him act like that like at first, that gives you so much ammunition if you're just like chatting shit. If you're up by like 15 at the end of the game, like, but like another yeah. thing, that's that's offensive. You know, it's like it's like Cos you don't like this is, isn't yeah. something that yeah, your cause playing is like being from rough areas when you had two parents who loved you, right? You had two parents who worked really hard to get you to a really good school to give you the opportunities that you had. And like, yeah, it's kind of ironic to be like running around with what are probably like ten thousand yeah. plus dollar guns. Like, just right? like it's just like now you can afford the guns. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought uh, on that matter with like Stephen Adams, you know, in that players only meeting. Um, I think that there needs to be. Like I thought. They got rid of Danny Green during the trade deadline, you know, and like came back with another younger guy, Luke Kennard, um, and uh, all you know, Luke Kennard's fault. Bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> it's Luke. Luke Kennard, Luke Kennard yeah. hard Bad as fuck. <laughs> no, but but like you know, seriously, like the the these young teams that are like in like these really pivotal successful years like earlier in this year you know before kd got traded to the suns and stuff um they're looking like a serious title contender now uh, you know i don't know but like they they were serious some serious title contenders um and you know like with a lot of you know with success comes like a lot of responsibility and they i think they really could have used a, a, a veteran who's been in the league for a while who knows how to carry themselves yeah. um and, and you like, remember what andre iguodala did <laughs> it's like when he just like yeah when he got there refused play. to play and yeah. just went to the heat yeah yeah so like <laughs> i don't know i mean i feel like i heard uh, a few months ago about how it was like Dylan Brooks's birthday and obviously they all went out and got like absolutely obliterated and then just like got killed the or next day too yeah you know and like yeah it's uh you know that stuff's going to happen Dylan Brooks is also know. maybe somehow still the worst guy on that team but <laughs> it's up for debate yeah like my kind of closing thoughts on it is like like, obviously, an issue a lot of, like, like he's, what, 23, 24, Josh? 23. Right? I'm sure he's going through, like, a pretty severe identity crisis, and he's trying to figure out who he is, right? hmm But that is no excuse to be acting the way you are. You're being a fucking idiot, and, like, someone, someone close to him has to reach out and be like, you are fucking up everything that has been set up for you. Obviously, he's worked very hard, right? But other people have worked very hard to help him get in that spot. You know, like, his parents worked really hard to get him to be in a situation in which he didn't have to live this life. He didn't have to be like this, you know? And it's kind of throwing it back in the face of his family and everyone who worked hard to support him growing up to be like, oh, I'm trying to figure out who I am. Like, I didn't get the opportunity to be, like, to, like, experience this. Like, that's because you didn't have to. And that's, like, what is just, like, so mind-boggling to me is that he doesn't understand that it's not, it's not like, a game people are playing. It's not, like, a fucking, like, costume people are putting on. Like, people have to go out there every day and actually live a fucking tough life when you, when you were just asked to, just like, kind of chill out yeah. and play basketball now. And you can't you do designer that. guns, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you see Paul get... Pierce's take on it? I did, yeah. You know what Paul said. Stay off Instagram live? No, he was like, I like, he, I don't know how he started, but he was basically like, yeah, I get it, Jaw. Like, once I got stabbed, I started carrying a gun around everywhere. Like, once you're black and rich, you're a target. It's so different, though. 
That is well, he so was like, John hasn't been stabbed yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul Pierce isn't going on, on Instagram Live flashing his gun at strip clubs, you know? Paul yeah. Pierce is doing other things on Instagram Live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wasn't flashing his gun. Paul a low-key <laughs> wild human. Yeah. <laughs> Get that man back on TV. Yeah. Like, my closing yeah. thoughts, I think it's like, you know, you hit the nail on the head, Mike, you know? Like, you grew up wanting to play basketball and have success in the NBA. You didn't grow up, you know, wanting to flash a gun at a strip club. Like, you know, that's not really what you were dreaming about. Um, so what do we, do we think that the... he should get a, a longer suspension or do you or think he should get like a real, I think he should get like a seer an actual display. I mean, I, I do think bringing a gun to like a different state on a team plane should that's... be, like he, it came out that he's not being charged in Colorado. Yeah, but, but are you allowed to trap? I, I, I'm, I might be ignorant on the laws here, but are you allowed to travel? travel. With weapon? Like, did he? Because he has to make that known when he's traveling with that weapon, right? Well, yeah. Well, point. I, I wouldn't think it would be. But point blank, you can't know. be bringing firearms in team facilities. Period. The plane counts as a team yeah. facility. That's like a. That's what happened with Gilbert Arenas. A, it's like an automatic and that was 50 a year game. suspension. Yeah, that was it's, a like a, it's like a Gilbert fifty game a suspension. So it's what well, there's an ongoing investigation happening right now. If you know the gun was like his, if it was his friends, where to come from? You know, he's in Colorado after the Denver gun game. Gun guy in Colorado. Um, <laughs> gun guy in Denver. <laughs> yeah, if you like, so so like all that stuff gun. is still being investigated and you know i'm sure we'll hear more in the coming days and weeks all right okay so the other uh sort of discourse that's been discoursing around the nba is this sort of debate around if nikola Jokic is the sort of runaway favorite uh, for the MVP, and uh, our guy Kendrick Perkins over at ESPN has been making some pretty uh, large claims about how he vehemently believes that Joel Embiid and you know Giannis and other players deserve. Um, the MVP over Jokic, um, mostly because of, I think what he calls the eye test. Um, and, and, you know, Perk is not a believer in advanced analytics. Uh, I have some thoughts about this obviously, but I'll, Mike, you've been waiting for this moment. Let's, let's see what you got to say. All right. So I'm going to go out and say like, this year, Jokic is a runaway. Like I'm not, I'm not arguing that, right? I think that he is this year. That he, he's, I think, even under my eye test, I think that he is the Whoa. MVP. So, but that is not where my issue stems from. Okay, that is not where my. I'm a big JJ Redick guy, but for him to go on first take and say that, and like call out Perkins for saying that he believes that racism and bias exist in these voters is I think that's bullshit. I think that the bi that racial bias exists 1000% in these voters. And I think that's something that should be acknowledged and something that has to be accepted. You know, like, what is it? Like it was 80% of these voters are white. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to catch up there quickly. That's not true. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I got the I don't from you, so. Bro, I know because Kendrick Perkins said it. So that's what I, uh -oh. I know. Got, I, we can't be trusting dude, anything. Dude, I know. Kendrick. It's okay, stupid. So I actually don't know. It's, it's much more diverse. I was looking at a list I was today. going. I was going through the list of last year's. Yeah, but it's still it's still predominantly white. I think it's still predominantly white, but I think it's it's, it's, it's not even it's not close to eighty percent. I think Fine. whatever, regardless, 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 a predominantly white voters, right? Their bias does exist, and I think it's I think it's irresponsible to say that it's it's impossible. What JJ Reddick was saying was that like if he was shocked that Kendrick Perkins would suggest that bias and racism exists in these voters because that's what it is, you know. And I think JJ Reddick. 
I like I'm I've always been a big Tate Durant guy. I think I think he has some really like kind of new like advanced takes on where NBA is and like his thought process on it. But I think that that was a big miss on his end. You know, I don't think that he he's in a position to say that there's not bias amongst those white voters when it's predominantly white and a predominantly black league. You know, yeah. I don't think that's fair for him to say. It also it does seem like JJ Redick kind of is this like kind of this contradiction where he goes on first take every day and like talks shit about first take and then does like these kind of <laughs> yelling rants against Kendrick Perkins and gets in the screaming matches with Kendrick Perkins. Like you can't go on the show every day and be like, I love you, Stephen A. I love first take, but this is the problem with first take. <laughs> like, and then he just goes off on the like very similar rant. Like it's just, yeah. And okay. Also, go ahead. quickly. So I think, um, I think there's it's it's a little bit more of a nuanced conversation than are the the white voters racist? Are they not racist? Right? Because yeah. it's like, well, here let, let me say it. so. So I think what got lost to this sort of binary way of thinking that like was pretty evident with like JJ Reddick and Kendrick Perkins. Um, with you know Kendrick Perkins being like the, the there's racism that exists in the, the like the, there's racial bias in this and then JJ Reddick being like no there's not I think that there's communities around advanced statistics right like are are historically and predominantly white because like they're in media circles and NBA executive circles historically that's because of racial inequalities and in opportunities in this country that's how they've been made up okay so like these in within these circles of of white media members white nba executives that you know are are more prone to like use these heavily like advanced statistics that can sometimes just be like so far out there that it's like hard for you know normal people like us to understand that it can be frustrating because like a, a player like Nikola Jokic is going to dominate in that way because he's sort of this statistical anomaly like we've been told this every year and it's true and I you know I <laughs> I personally think like this eye test thing is is a little bogus because like he to me he it looks like passes he's the dominating he really <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he passes the um, but but i think like you, you know there's a conversation to be had there about like why a player like Nikola jokic is being you know more heavily favored by white media members um yeah i think and if i'm sorry to cut you off my bad no go ahead if i'm jj reddick I would be real concerned with the people who are backing me up being guys like Clay Travis. You know, he had to put way more nuance on it. Like he, he did, did the first take version of what kind of yeah, he said. You know, like I'm Except sure he, he didn't had, get into it at all. Yeah, I'm sure he like I'm sure there's like a deeper dive on him, right? And like because I think JJ Reddick's a really like good guy, really like or, or, like smart guy, but like what it came off and what everyone is sharing. It's like that, uh, it's just that soundbite of him being like, Oh, like there's no racial bias amongst these voters. And that's problematic, you know, and that's an issue. And I think that he should probably address that saying, well, yes, like him, even him as a white man has that racial bias, you know, even him as like a white man who went to Duke and played in the NBA has that racial bias, you know? So him to say that I think is like something that is a little bit concerning. Right. Well, I think um, the the larger point is so I don't know something that I thought about that conversation was that that Kendrick Perkins essentially it starts out you know other than the soundbite that's been I watched like the whole segment the yeah the beginning of it they're talking about like if Jokic stat pads or, or or doesn't or whatever you know and essentially Kendrick Perkins is like of course he has his stats in his mind and JJ is like. No, he doesn't. He doesn't care about statistics. So, and and Kendrick Perkins is like, how do you know what is in this guy's head? You know, how do you know what he's thinking, right? 
and I think that like it goes the same that's sort of similar argument of like you just don't know what people are thinking like goes with this like whole notion of racial bias and the the MVP voting I think that it, it's less so has to do with if the white people that are voting on the MVP have racial bias or not it's like sure everyone has racial bias but I think the 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 larger issue is the representation within this pool of people so sure you, you know it may not be 80 percent but if it's still predominantly white in a predominantly black league, then there's going to be questions and there's going to be questions raised and there's going to like, you know, these are important conversations to have, I think. And, and to just like brush it off and be like, there's nothing wrong with it. I do think is problematic to accuse them of being explicitly racist and like having racial bias. I also think is problematic. Um, well, I mean, but like, I don't like, accusing them of being like yeah i'm not i'm gonna vote for a white guy over black guy yes that's problematic but like saying that they have racial bias i don't find problematic because that is something i think what kendrick perkins was saying is not nearly as nuanced as what you're saying mike like i don't know if it's just because he's not that is that's true but like it but even beyond that like that's my kind of issue with this whole thing is like people are jumping on this thing like oh like i'm saying all these just conservative like talking heads on Twitter being like, oh, like, finally someone's standing up about this, blah, blah, so blah, it's a blah, woke right? ESPN. Like, we're using, yeah. yeah, we're using Kendrick Perkins <laughs> as, a talk, as, as, as a jumping off point. That's, like, part of the issue. Obviously, obviously <laughs> yeah, it's I don't... I, I agreed with a lot of what Redick was saying prior to that point in the, in the second. I do, right? But what is what's getting reproduced and what's getting put out there, like, I think, like we were saying like well, that, this, that that's isn't... just like that is the machine that is kind of like first take and like yeah. this is why they put this clip out and like this is why i don't know this is I don't but that's know, what has to first get talked about is. but like that but that's what i has mean to get talked about, ideally right? not like but that's what everyone's seeing so like that like that segment has to be what gets discussed i get we have like i mean we talk about it because like it's relevant and like this kind of discussion we're having but like it really is it's kind deeper. of a nothing it is i know i know it's, well, it's way deeper. if kind i mean yeah separately but like jj reddick and kendrick perkins screaming at each other on first take isn't that, that isn't deeper. Deeper. no that isn't deeper but like the idea of it is deeper like sam was saying like the idea yeah. of like who's voting and like all that stuff like it does go beyond just like the idea that or the the garbage they were spewing in that two and a half minutes part right yeah it's just like the the, uh conversation around mvp is always like toxic as hell i don't think i've ever seen it this toxic like oh my god so that brings me to my point Okay. My kind of where I think we're going to really disparage. Oh, God. I think the MVP is a garbage award. I don't think it matters oh. one bit. I think it's trash. You know, I think it's the hundred journals coming together, picking who they think is going to be the winner, who they think is the player. They all they all want to be the smartest person in the room. They all want to like go into whatever. Right. And I don't think that really indicates the most value to a team. You know, it's 100 are you saying this across sports or just basketball? I'm, well, I'm focusing on that, and and I think because basketball, I do think has the most coherent MVP because it's the it's the sport where the skill sets kind of overlap the most. Like in football, like it's a quarterback award, right? So you're saying the NBA has the most accurate MVP? I, yeah, I think it does have the most accurate MVP. But with that being said, I don't think it matters because it's just a hundred people's thoughts. It's a hundred people's thoughts. They all get a vote. They all rank it what, one to five. What is it, right? Uh, they rank, like, their, yeah, um, I mean, are I you so, saying yeah. it should be like more people or like? No, I'm I don't saying know about fan. I know you guys hate fan votes. I'm saying that no. put um, whatever, right? Uh, whatever. Uh, I'm saying that players' input should mean a lot more than these than these journalists. I'm saying that journalists like stories and they like unicorns and they like these like new things right uh and i have some in i have a couple 
historic MVPs. <laughs> journalists like unicorns. <laughs> the they like stories. They like they like they like stuff. That... They like fairylands oh, yeah. with unicorns yeah. and magical <laughs> rainbows and stories. Well, I mean, a unicorn. They like Sauron. You guys know what I'm. You guys know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, Sorry. Go, on, go on, go on. So, so. With that being said, I think there are a lot of instances in this MVP voting in which people like don't the most deserving player has not been given that given the award, right? And I think there's one most egregious: 0506. I'm gonna read you some. I'm gonna read you some stats. I'm gonna read off some stats, sure. and I want. Is this, I want is you this guys Steve Nash? I want you to. This I'm is gonna one read of off two years stats. that Steve Nash won the MVP in a row. All right, player A, second year. I've, Averages 31.4 a game, seven rebounds, 6.6 assists, one and one and a half steals. Player B averages 18.8 a game, four re, four rebounds, 10 assists, 0.8 steals. Player C averages 26.6 a game, nine rebounds, 2.8 uh, uh, assists, um, and 0.7 steals. And then player D averages 35.4 a game, five rebounds, 4.5 assists, 1.8 steals. Go and put that in the chat. So, uh, I, I think I get the again? idea. What What were the records of these players' teams? Yeah. So let me go. Ah, so wait, no. Let me, can, so I, Suns, can, I, can I finish? No. Can I finish? Can I finish? He just asked can, the question. Can I? And answer? I, he was asking the question towards me. So no, he wasn't. You would think you would think uh, the no, Suns had the best <laughs> had the best record out of all those players, right? Uh, Wrong. Okay. Wrong. <laughs> all right. Wrong. So. That year, or about fine. Dirk Nowitzki. I am talking about Dirk. Oh, it's uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, okay. Dirk, who averaged that year against Steve Nat, who Dirk, who was playing. Why didn't you just Steve say Nat. their names the first time? Fine, fine, whatever. All right, Dirk, 26.6, nine rebounds, two assists, 0.7 steals. He had 60 wins. Steve Nash, 18.8, four and 10, had 54 wins. Yeah, Mike's riding down. Noted. Le- LeBron, 31.4, 7 rebounds, 6.6 assists, 1.6 steals, had 50 Six. wins. Sixth best team in the league. He had 50 wins. Four less wins than the Suns. Sixth and best team wins. in the league. Yeah, you have to compare it to the other teams. Um, so, so let's talk about it. All right. This Suns team, number one offense in the NBA, every single metric you could find, right? Okay. Steve Nash. Uh, the Mike D'Antoni system. All right, fine. Fine. Steve fine. Nash, 50-40-90 season. We just throw that in the garbage, I guess. 51% from field from the field, 44% from three, 11 assists a game, four rebounds, one steal per game. Amari played three. He did not have 11 assists. He did not have 11 What was it? 10.5. I just read it to you. 10.5. Fine, you said 10, I said 11. We're even. Uh, Amari Stoudemire played three games that season, averaged seven points. Steve Nash we is second best. You want to talk about help? All right, go ahead. Who is Steve Nash's second best player? Sean Marion. Kobe Bryant was playing with Smush Parker and Lamar Kobe Odom. Bryant was the seventh seed in the West. Lamar was on crack, Ike. Kobe no, was playing. Yes, he was. <laughs> no, he wasn't. This was before he got yes, on crack. Yes, he was. No, it was not. Kobe Bryant also, got seventh I mean, place. Yeah. Also, like, who was on that year. LeBron he, like, team? <laughs> LeBron is no one player on that team. No one. Like Mo yeah. Williams. <laughs> yeah, their first like, time making the playoffs. Ilgauskas. First time making the playoffs. Good team. Um. So, do you know who the Lakers played in the first round of the playoffs that year? And they brought him to seven. They brought him to seven and they lost, lost to the Suns the in the first round. Oh, did Steve Nash win the finals that year? No. Uh, so that probably no. shouldn't take too much into account. And I'm pretty sure it's a regular well, you're season. You're comparing awards, players, Mike. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, sure. You have Steve Nash and Sean Marion against Kobe and whoever Smush. he wanted to pass to that Parker. day. No, oh, yeah, Kobe six man of the year Lamar Odom is who he had. Bush Parker. That's about Bush. as good of a career as Sean Marion had. Find the best accolade on his sheet. Um, even with that, there are two six other players. You're, you're focused on Kobe, right? I'm not even saying Kobe should have gotten it. 
there are two other players who I think are more deserving than Steve Nash on that list. No. Dirk Nowitzki had more wins, averaged more points, averaged more rebounds, averaged less assists. I'll give you that. Averaged the same amount of steals. Had a better team. Oh, yeah, definitely had a better team around him. That's like one of the better They won more games. They won more games. Yeah, by like two or three. LeBron James had a much worse team around him. Won four less games. Average only four less assists and then cleared Steve Nash handily in every other step. Yeah, sixth best team as opposed to the second. Steve Nash, this is what we're doing. We're just discrediting everything he does because of the way he plays, even though... The Mike D'Antoni system of uh, shoot first, ask question later. That's really helpful That's not for what point Steve guard need assists. That, no, I'm saying he would pass in the first pass. He, the first That's time just he passed, it would be a shot. Stupid That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, I know. But like he's play, his second was. best player is Sean Marion. Like Sean Marion shoots shots are flying up. Yeah, I mean, like if everyone's gonna shoot every time you fucking touch the ball, yeah, you're gonna get a lot of assists. If he has a ball, and every every offensive position. That's just not shoot. how that works. Like, what are we yes, talking about? He wanted to yeah, get shots up as quick as possible. Get the shot, get the shot. Fine. They ran not, a fast offense, Mike. They didn't do the that. Shot. They ran a fast offense, so they had a lot of possessions. Would they? Did Mike D'Antoni not want to get shots up in the first eight, 10 seconds of a shot clock? Yeah, I just, they ran a fast offense, so they had a lot of possessions. So, Steve Nash. They were the, the best the offense in the league by far. And this guy is the only reason. Sure, they scored reason. a lot of points. They did score a lot of points. <clears throat> and they won a lot of and games. He's the only reason? Well, yeah. Sean Marion can't play offense. Raja Bell's. Where well, where the rest of their points come from? Raja Bell. 18. What? What's Sean Marion averaged average? around 18, too. Raja Bell okay. averaged like 14. Leandro Barbosa averaged like 13. Man, sounds like a really balanced team. Barbosa. Sounds like an extremely balanced team. You know what teams weren't really balanced? Is your ceiling falling up? It's like an animal right above me. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) You good? It's not cool. Is Steve Nash up there? Kobe, dude. <laughs> Fucked. Alright. I knew we were, I knew we were the guy. That's why I had that's my backup play. But you good? You alright? Dude, it's it's really going off of <laughs> Can you hear this? Yeah. A little hear. bit. <laughs> okay, look. Okay. Uh so I think I think from what I am taking from this conversation, okay? is that we don't we just don't know what the criteria are for an MVP um, I think that's fair and like contrary to actually what you're saying Mike I I kind of sort of like it about that the MVP just the fact that like sometimes you can embrace different styles of play sometimes it can go to a guy who like you know, his team was not supposed to do well and he didn't have a lot of help around him and he, like, really raised the level of that team. I feel like that was Jokic's second MVP last year. And I, he... that was that brings me to my second point. That was garbage. Joel <laughs> Embiid should have won that MVP and I feel like I have talked to both of you about this at length. That, yeah. like, I hand up, like, this one, that's Jokic's, right? That was Embiid's. When was the last time a center had led the league in scoring before that? Look, I honestly Shaq? would not be upset that- if Embiid won the MVP this year. I think I think Giannis and Jokic sort of deserve it over him, especially Giannis, in my opinion. Um, but like I, you know, the guy is averaging freaking thirty three points and like twelve rebounds. Like that's insane. You know, and the Sixers have been trending up um, and are really poised to finish the season off in a really strong way, especially with these like recent Celtic struggles. But like, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't think it should necessarily just be like best guy on the best team, you know, and I'm not saying that it should be. 
But I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you're you're saying. I'm not saying that you're saying that it should be. I think that it's 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 like a, a nuanced award, and I think that you're right in in the sense that it's sort of like a, a spin contest where there's like a, a, a number of journalists that will spin a certain narrative um, that's, you know, that has some truth to it, but uh, ultimately there can be some groupthink there that I think can be frustrating for fans. Um, and a lot of times, like some people that seem more deserving might get like, you know, left out of one that a lot of people feel they deserve because of this sort of narrative spinning. Um, whether it be with advanced stats, whether it be with like, you know, other narratives. Um, and that's kind of the, the way the award goes, but I do like the fact that it's just a different thing every year and you don't know what to expect course your your journalist ass does remember, the, <laughs> remember big media over here uh i, I would on you guys know, I know where i stand on fan votes i think fan vote is fantastic i think we're the ones who uh who take in the sport and we're the ones who see things the stupidest know, thing think. in the world i think that i think <laughs> that the players should be should have a bigger set did you see i don't the, think it should just be 100 what did i see what did you see the the players all-star votes yeah, they're fucking running humor. Like, was it Luca Gar- like, Garza who got a vote? Yeah, like they're they're voting it? for yeah. whoever. Like, it, those it, are it, guys you don't want to see out there. <laughs> those are guys you don't want to be they, matched they, up with. They, 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 none of those guys took it seriously. Like, I, but like, I don't. But I think they like. I think we have to give them the benefit of that. Like, if they had more say in something like this, in an actual major award, I think that the player association would absolutely take this more seriously. I think this would be something that would be more coveted. The MVP? The MVP, yes. I think it's pretty coveted. I don't think it really... I I think think this is why people get so mad about it is because it's so coveted. I think people really care about the MVP. Year after year, year after year, leading up to the last couple of years, it's like, oh, points, points don't matter. People, points don't matter, right? A center leads the league in scoring for the first time. Mm-mm. That's not. Yeah, I don't. Check. I don't think that's necessarily. I true. disagree with your premise. That's why Curry and Durant were winning them. That's why. That's what people were saying. Well, why didn't Carmelo Curry was Anthony on like win seventy one? win teams over time? That that is why Curry and Durant were winning those ones in the when Durant was in OKC and then Curry, then Curry won the back to backs. That that was the that was the art. Like Curry scoring all these points. How can he not be the most valuable? Those that Durant was teams were, no, were Curry was insane. always <laughs> No, I'm saying Durant Durant with the uh, OKC won because he scored so many points. We were like, how well, can that he was also a really, really good done? team. Yeah. It was a good team. He scored a lot of points. Yeah, he, he was the also best like team. Kevin Durant. It's not like Kevin Durant only scores points. Wait, wait, are they like, supposed to give it to Manu Ginobili? Like what are you talking points about? Been, <laughs> well, you, they're supposed to give it to Steve Nash. Is what... Points were king, is what I'm saying. Points I, were okay, king. I disagree. And then all of a sudden they were. On. <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm not, my... all of a sudden it's Vorp. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, efficiency. <laughs> yeah. Efficiency. Vorp is king. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that I don't think this award means as much as people kind of like put it out there. I don't think it should well, be. Well, but yeah, you're just saying you it doesn't mean as much to you. It's... I'm saying that it shouldn't mean as much. Other than uh, 2010, 2011, I don't think they've gotten it right since. <laughs> uh, <he wrote>. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the youngest MVP. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What a joke. Yeah. That, you actually, yeah. You know what? You changed my mind. The MVP is a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> Heroes. That season, Russell Westbrook. Nah, I mean, it's um, in some ways it's interesting, right? Because the media also votes on All NBA. Um, yeah, and that that stuff directly correlates to players' paychecks, you know. Yeah. So it's, I do kind of worry. I like worry about how many players watch, like how many games sometimes. Dude, yeah. But they play against each other. 
They but they, some guys only play, play against each other once a year, twice a year. But they still play against each other. Luca, Luca doesn't even watch the NBA. <laughs> yeah. Like, some players come out openly and say they, like, don't like watching basketball, like Ant. If you had to vote your top, like, if you had to rank your top three or top four, or I guess we'll go, we'll go five, because that's what they do. Five in MVP voting. Jokic, Giannis, Embiid. It's uh, a pretty big drop off. I mean, what do we? Who are we giving it to after that? Like, I guess we can just shoot three. I guess because it's it really for is. for me, it's it's uh, Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, Tatum, Luca. Yeah, Tatum. Yeah, that's a good. I was I was gonna do all minor the same five as Sam, but I was gonna do Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, Luca, Tatum. I will say. Jokic doesn't – I don't know if we're going to look back and th- look at the guys who have won three MVPs in a row and think Jokic is, like, in that company, but there's nothing you can really do about that right now. Like, if we looked back over the past five years and – because, like, only – there's very few people who have won three in a row because, like, voters don't like to do that. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, like – Jordan only won his first because they didn't want Magic to win win three in a row. That's what everyone's saying. Yeah, that's what the... it's. I can't. It's like Will Chamberlain. I think Magic. It's, no, it's Magic didn't Bird, win three. No, it's ones. Bird, not Magic. It's Bird, not Kareem. Uh, Wilt, Bill Russell. Wilt, uh, Bill Russell, and Bird. yeah. So it it is a little interesting. I don't know. I it's mean, not a bad thing necessarily, but like it's just kind of strange that. LeBron didn't do it. You're gonna tell me LeBron wasn't <laughs> like for eight years in a row. LeBron didn't yeah. have won the MVP. Yeah, yeah I mean, a, a year that really <laughs> fucked him over was 2010, no, 2011. No, but no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they lost. The and the, they, yeah. they were not the best team in the East, and they lost in the finals. I mean, okay, regular season. <laughs> yeah, regular season. Yeah. War, they were not the best. Yeah. He somehow he was not the best player. So. I mean, I think that you know we'll we'll have to see with the rest of Jokic's career. He's still pretty young, uh, as far as what happens. Um, he's still yet to play with an All Star. He's still yet to play with someone that's made All NBA. He's still yet to play with uh, someone that's made an All Defensive Team. Um, so there's still a lot of like question marks surrounding this guy yeah i mean to an extent that also him. could be yeah and that's why like this like this absolutely season, it's helping. Very good. yeah 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 um also have you been wa- i saw super side note have you been watching much nuggets battle it's so funny like i, yeah, I think i watch him watch him watch him porter jr like, <laughs> yeah, like, that, dude yeah. Is that dude is, is so funny aaron gordon class it's it's incredible how Jokic is taking Michael Porter Jr. and making him into like this efficient player. Yeah, this dude, this will. dude does yeah. not fucking care. <laughs> the worst shots in the world. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. It's like, all right, if it's in the shooting pocket, or you know, actually that shit don't even matter. Like I'm fucking. All movement old. dies as soon as it touches the <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. One last thing about Jokic. I think his trip, like, people were saying, oh, like, everyone was trashing Russ for his triple doubles. Yeah, Russ should deserve to be trashed for his triple doubles because he was doing some egregious acts. He was absolutely acting out of his mind, out of pocket to get the other triple doubles. Jokic isn't. Like, Jokic yeah. is not doing that. And I think that's, a, like, it's like, that. that is what should be the eye test, right? Like, you could watch Russell's, Russell's game. He yeah. didn't care about winning. He cared about getting a triple double. Jokic is not yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I I 100% agree. I think it's like you know, you're right Kendrick Perkins, like we don't know what's going on in Jokic's head, but it's you know, it certainly looks like he's playing within the the uh the system uh, of, <laughs> yeah, of he winning is, uh, basketball. The system. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is the system and also yeah. like they're 23 and 0 when he gets a triple double, which you can't really you know what do you yeah, say? Yeah, to that? That's the biggest. Thing. Yeah, that's the biggest. Thing. Yeah, shooting sixty-three yeah. percent. So pretty good. 
That's not bad. Not bad good. at all. I so yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, last thing I will say is like I think the, the the conversation around like this weird charged thing that Kendrick Perkins is doing totally takes away like actual real conversations that that could productive conversations around the MVP. That, could <laughs> that is Kendrick Perkins' I role. Know. In the media yeah, Kendrick right now. <laughs> can't be the one having it. it can't I know, be. I know. It just can't be Kendrick Perkins. And like. You know, like I, I think there's something to be said about the the Bucks defense being led by Giannis and like how he's still unstoppable on offense and like this is why he's sort of a front runner to me is because Jokic like is sort of like an average defender and Giannis is leading the the best defense. You know, there's two sides of the floor on on the league, um, but we don't talk about that. You know. No, we're talking well, about. How do you think we're gonna white guy? Like, <laughs> like how do we we're think we're gonna about. look back in five to ten years on Marcus Smart winning Defensive Player of the Year last year? Um, I was thinking about it. I like. I just yeah. Like, it's Giannis. It's, like Giannis what are we talking just, about. Like, yeah, he. It's just so it's much. Just, what he does is so much more valuable than Marcus. Like you can show respect to Marcus Smart and like. He works yeah, hard. He, like, Marcus works his works ass hard. off and like grinds, but mm-hmm. in reality, what are we comparing to Giannis? Like, who are the? He fun- kind of feels like the standard right now. It was. It was Mikhail Bridges. Mar- it was. Yeah, and and someone else. <laughs> I can't like putting Bob Williams up there, but probably not last year. No. Was it Robert Williams? Um, was that the year before? No, no, no he didn't play enough games. Maybe it was like, yeah, he got hurt and then he yeah, dropped he out. Games. But I don't know. I didn't. I like. I didn't have a huge problem with them awarding like the best or like one of the best defensive players on the best defensive team uh, the award. I think. I think. You know, you're right in that, like, there are people that affect the game defensively much more profoundly than Marcus Smart, like, pretending to get hit in the face. But, yeah. Um, but, like, you know, again, it's like, who are you, then are you going to give it to, like, the Time Lord? Like, you know, he didn't play enough. Or are you going to give it to Tatum? Well, you know, that's weird. Like, um, they're just yeah. a good team defense. So, right. yeah. Last thing, uh, a little off topic, but who who do you guys if you had to put a hundred dollar future on on someone to win the finals right now, who would it be? Milwaukee. Bucks. Going Bucks too. It just feels like that year. Bulls in six. Where <laughs> where are those Bulls right now, man? Uh... <laughs> Uh, Where I are think they? We're in, in uh, 11th. We're <laughs> two games out of the play, so right now. That's something. A little more than. Oh, yeah, two games. Two games. Behind something Washington. I wanted to bring up was how I got laughed off the podcast when I drafted Jaden McDaniels in my Rising Stars game. Hmm. Did we draft a Rising Stars game? So whatever uh, yeah we, we drafted like, like players under was, 24 or something like that yeah whatever it was under 23 oh, yeah. four i won that i don't remember what it was but i won that <laughs> a lot of hate for a very good team i i mean is Jaden mcdaniels gonna get all defensive i i think he would uh i think he deserves it but i don't think he will i don't think he will get it yeah uh, also He's like one. Guy, I'd like to take this one, moment how many to guys, fi- two guys, one block, one assist, and like all the literal best perimeter defensive stats in the league. But yeah, I'd like to take this moment to apologize to Mike Brown. I was so wrong about Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> I was too so too terribly too wrong about Sacramento. Oh, that dude! That dude is eating up. Yeah. All right. So we're going a little long, but you know, because we were maybe going to play Would You Rather, but. Yeah, we can we can save it. I I guess just quickly, last thing related to that. Would you guys, if you were you know uh lower, like coming out of the play-in, or the six seed, right? So like the Wolves or like the Clippers, whatever. 
Would you rather play Sacramento or Memphis in the first round? Sacramento. Sacramento. I mean, come on. <laughs> Sacramento <laughs> doing great things. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're working hard. They're, they're winning regular season games. But yeah. They're gonna they're gonna be the same fraudulent two seed that Memphis was. Dog, I don't know if I would ever recover again if if they lit the beam after I lost the series. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they beat you in six and light up the beam. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they, they, the beam. They, they just sweep you and just <laughs> blow up the beam. <laughs> oh. They are going to run into some trouble if they're lighting the beam at, when they're down like 3-0 like, yeah. in a series. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a, a, a game, game four. four. <laughs> yeah. Light the yeah. beam! <laughs> I guess it's a playoff beam. win, which you know the Kings. Second, I think yeah, they, they, have, the they haven't gotten since league. they haven't yeah. gotten a playoff win since they got cheated. Good for them, man. They haven't. Should, no one believes in them. We, we, <laughs> we, we should no, they have not made the playoffs. We should do a we should do a, a, a conspiracy theory episode sometime. That might be more Ike speed. <laughs> I'm down. NBA I'm down. Conspiracy? Hey, I, I was the one that brought the the James Harden conspiracy. Yeah, that's true. Let's do it. All right. All yeah, right, Ike. I'm more into roasting teenagers, but <clears throat> roasting a teen tonight. So I've got this guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I so I wrote these after our last episode, like a couple weeks ago, and certain events have kind of. I'm gonna have to write more. That's this guy's name is Jacoby Walker. So, Jacoby. Like there's a lot there. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I could. There's a lot more to do with Jaw, but I'll give one. It's just like Jacoby Walker. Jeez, I sure wish Kobe had walked there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's something there. Though. There's something there. <clears throat> All right. His real name, fine, is Jacoby Walter, but I you changed it to Walker for the sake ah. of that joke. <laughs> um, Jacoby Walter spurred interest from Colorado University. I guess there were too many mountains and disgruntled hotel maids. We'll just leave it at that. All right. Um, <laughs> I would like to shine light on a... Uh, Kobe hates that on, stuff. On a... <laughs> hotel maids and mountains. Okay. All right. I yeah. know. <laughs> you can't be around them. <laughs> can't leave them alone with them. All right. Um, the Kobe stopper for real is the mountains in Malibu. Uh, not oh. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the okay, best okay, thing okay. you got. <laughs> that Kobe, uh, the troop Kobe stopper, a little bit of wind on a hell on, on a, when he's trying to get to it's a, a cloudy level. day in Southern California. <laughs> cloudy day in Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had yeah, to yeah. get to that basketball game though. Um, we are, we're right, I would like to. I would like to uh, talk talk some teams. A five star basketball player out of Montreal. Oh. Sandra Prosper. Um, she is going to be playing at Notre Dame next year. She's listed like number ten in her class, but I've been watching a lot of, been grinding film. Uh, I think she, I think she should be top five. You know, she, she's a six-two guard who really claim, just does man. it all. Yeah, she does it all. You know, like people are talking, people talk about the competition up in Montreal a lot, but uh, she does it all. She can score on on every level. You know, uh, defensively, she's quick, a lot of steals. People are saying that she doesn't really can't. She's she's not gonna make a presence inside really defensively. But I don't think that's necessarily her job as a guard. You know what uh, this Samuel reminds me of? Prosper. What? When shout out Louis Bogolub and I touted Giannis as the future of the NBA, watching him play in Greek rec center facilities. You were right. Just right. Yeah. Wait. Oh, are you talking about that? Sandra Prosper. That draft like express video yeah yeah i remember well yeah that was the only highlight that was video. hilarious was just, yeah that, that was insane, like a dude. ymca those are, yeah those are awesome clips yeah he's like uh my name Giannis Antetokounmpo. i want to be uh, want to be nba player and then it cuts his, <laughs> his hands and they're like fucking like two feet long <laughs> have you guys heard of have you heard of victor's brother no. When no. brother. So he just started playing oh, basketball. Yes, this I man, did. I brought him up. Dude, this man this man was playing handball until last year. Have you heard? What the hell are you doing at six foot eight at fourteen years old playing handball? 
That's insane. Handball's legit in Europe. That's that. There's no excuse for that. That sport looks so easy, man. There's I, I know no sport is so easy. Sport is so easy. What? I know everyone's <laughs> always like to. I like. I feel like whenever there's a handball video post, everyone's like, "Oh, it looks so easy." And then like you know, some fucking Euro people will come in and be like, "Oh, it actually is very uh, skillful." No, like, ah. no, it's just defense. <laughs> you play a you play a pack five defense against them. That's easy. Dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> you have you seen the netball clips, Sam? Uh, yeah. You know netball? Yeah, I do. Ike, yeah. Ike, Ike Freeze. It's women's history. It's women's history. I'm, I'm saying we should get men playing. Yeah, international. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's true. I need more of it. You're a big fan of netball? I don't know the rules yet, because it's a little confusing when they It looks like they're jump. really intense in the midcourt, and then they get, like, in the, into, like, the... It doesn't seem like you can defend like, shots in the paint, which I find interesting. No. You gotta be, I think you gotta be beyond arm's length away. I think I, I saw a TikTok of someone explaining all the rules, and the top comment was like, wow, thank you. I'm never watching this. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the few sports yeah. out there uh, created just for women. You know? It kind of looks like the shots that they take kind of look like Rudy Gobert every time he shoots. Dude, I'm so like sick of, of pushing it up. Rudy Gobert and his lack of fucking... He had a good road trip, man. I don't know. Uh oh, guys, guys, one to two games. I just followed up on my research. Uh, I hate to say it, uh, Cassandra Prosper was a senior last year, so this year she spent her first full year at Notre Dame. Not great. Not, not a great, great look, Mike. Not a great look. Nah, not, not, no, she's not awesome at basketball, it turns out. Oh, okay, all right. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> she's I, not I, we got to wrap it up. Two points a game. Do you guys know Rattlesnake James? No. The wrestler? No, no. It's, this guy wrapped it up good, just like me. Woo, woo, wrap it up. He murdered his wife, third wife, and nephew, <laughs> all for insurance. All of them. Right. Didn't get caught until the nephew. He wrapped it up. They hung him, honestly. He didn't wrap it up. <laughs> all right. Okay. Wrapping it up. Rattlesnake James.